Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another intriguing episode of the Shadows of the Moon. I'm your host, Shadows, and tonight we'll delve into the chilling realms of the supernatural. Prepare yourself as we explore the nightmares of the Night Hag, the enigma of Lucifer, the demon horse of DIA, and of course share spine-tingling listener stories and encounters. So buckle up. We're about to embark on a journey into the shadows. Let's get started. Welcome to the Shadows of the Moon podcast, where we delve into the mysteries and unexplained realms of the paranormal, cryptid, and UFO. My mission is to explore the unknown and shed light on the shadows that lurk in the corners of the world. But that's not all. I also delve in the world of self-love, mindfulness, and personal growth. My goal is to provide a safe and informative space for those who seek to understand the mysteries of the universe and themselves by creating a space that's empowering as well as intriguing. Join me on this journey as we uncover the secrets of the universe and unlock the hidden knowledge that lies within. So whether you're a skeptic or a believer, come join us as we journey through the shadows of the moon. Sit back, relax, let's explore the shadows together. I also encourage you to share your own stories and encounters with us through the links in the description below. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you enjoy the show. Thank you for supporting the Shadows of the Moon podcast. Hey guys, Shadows here. Are you looking for a mystical and magical shopping experience? Well, look no farther than Tamed Wild. Tamed Wild offers a unique selection of crystals, herbs, tarot cards, and more for all your spiritual needs. Whether you're an experienced practitioner or just starting out, Tamed Wild has something for everyone. Their products are carefully curated to ensure high quality and authenticity, so you can trust that you're getting the real deal. Plus, their website is easy to navigate, and their customer service is top-notch. So why wait? Visit Tamed Wild today and start exploring the enchanted world of magic and spirituality. Use the link in the description to shop now and discover the wonders Tamed Wild. In recent years, there have been countless reports of people being attacked by supernatural creatures in their own bedrooms. This creature has been described as a shadowy figure, often appearing in human shape, but without any features. It's been given many names, such as the Night Hag, the Old Hag, or shadow people. But regardless of what you call it, the experience is always the same. It's a terrifying ordeal that leaves its victims feeling violated, helpless, and traumatized. So in this episode of Shadows of the Moon, we'll be exploring the different theories that attempt to explain this mysterious phenomenon. So sit back. Relax. Let's go through the journey together. 
The experience of encountering the night hag or the shadow people is often described as a waking nightmare. Victims report feeling a sense of pressure on their chest or body and the ability to move or scream. They are often paralyzed, unable to defend themselves and forced to endure the terror of the attack. Now, the encounter can last from a few seconds to several minutes, and it's not uncommon for the victim to feel a sense of dread and fear long after the creature has vanished. Some have reported hearing strange noises, feeling cold drafts, or smelling unpleasant odors during the attack. Others have described a feeling of being watched or as the creature is observing them from a distance. So what is this creature? Is it a ghost? A demon? Or something else entirely? Let's explore some of the theories. One of the most common explanations for the night hag phenomenon is sleep paralysis. Now, sleep paralysis occurs when the body is unable to move during sleep, leaving the person awake, but unable to move or speak. It's a natural occurrence that happens to many people, at least once in their lifetime. During sleep paralysis, people often experience hallucinations, including seeing strange figures or feeling a presence in the room. These hallucinations can be terrifying, and they often take on the form of the night hag or shadow people. But while sleep paralysis is a natural occurrence, it can be frightening and lead to recurring nightmares. It's important to remember that the experience is not paranormal in nature, but rather a product of the body's natural sleep cycle. Despite this explanation, many people who have experienced the night hag phenomenon believe it's more than just a simple case of sleep paralysis. Some argue that the experiences feel too real to be explained away by medical condition. And another theory is that the night hag is a supernatural entity, perhaps a ghost or a demon. People who believe in this theory argue that the creature is able to manipulate the physical world, causing objects to move and making strange noises. And some also argue that the creature is a malevolent nature, seeking to harm or terrorize its victims. And in this theory, it's often supported by people who have experienced the night hag phenomenon. They claim that they felt a sense of evil or malice during the encounter. While there is no scientific evidence to support this theory, it's a belief that has been held by many cultures for many centuries. From the Incubus and the Succubus of medieval Europe to the Jinn of Islamic mythology, there are countless examples of the supernatural creatures that prey on humans while they sleep. And despite the lack of concrete evidence, the theory of supernatural entity is still widely held by those who have experienced the night hag phenomenon. To them, it's the only explanation that makes sense. 
So what is the Nate Hague phenomenon? Is it a medical condition? A supernatural entity? Or something else entirely? The truth is, we may never know. And despite of years of research and countless personal accounts, there is still no clear answer to this mysterious phenomenon. But what we do know is that the night hag is a real and terrifying experience for those who've gone through it. Whether it's a medical condition, psychological disorder, or a supernatural entity, the night hag phenomenon can leave a lasting impact on a person's life. And while we may never fully understand the phenomenon, it's important to continue the research and the discussion. By sharing our experiences and working together, we can hopefully shed some light on this mysterious and terrifying phenomenon. Hey you, yeah you, are you fascinated by the mysteries of the universe and the possibility of extraterrestrial life? Well look no farther than UFO Stop. Their website offers a wide variety of UFO and alien related products from books and DVDs to night vision cameras and detection equipment. Well, whether you're a seasoned UFO researcher or just starting to explore the topic, UFO Stop has something for you. Their team is passionate about all things extraterrestrial and is committed to providing top quality products and exceptional customer service. So why wait? Visit UFO Stop today and take the first step on your journey to uncovering the truth about UFOs and aliens. And don't forget to use the link in the description for a special offer. So our next topic is just as intriguing as last. We're gonna talk about Denver International Airport, or TIA. It's one of the busiest airports in the world, but it's just not its size that makes it unique. It's home to a notorious statue that has caused major controversy and stirred up legends for years. The statue is of a blue horse with glowing red eyes rearing up on its hind legs. It's called the Blue Mustang, but most people know it as Blucifer. So the story of Blucifer start, starts long before the statue was even built. In 1983, artist Louis Jimenez was commissioned to create a sculpture for the new airport, which was under construction at the time. The sculpture was a large blue horse, and it was to be installed outside the airport's main entrance. But the creation of the statue was fraught with problems. Lewis was a perfectionist and wanted to make sure every detail was just right. He also had a reputation of being difficult to work with, which didn't help matters. As a result, the sculpture took much longer to complete than anyone anticipated. Then, in 2006, tragedy struck. Lewis was working on the sculpture in his studio when a section of it fell on him, crushing him to death. The sculpture was 
only partially finished at the time, and it was left to his family to complete it. The completed sculpture was installed outside the airport in 2008, but by then it had already become the subject of controversy and speculation. Many people were unsettled by the statue's glowing red eyes, which they said looked like it was demonic. Others were disturbed by its size and menacing posture, and still others saw it as a symbol of something much more sinister. The legend of Lucifer quickly began to spread. Some people claimed that the statue was cursed and that it had caused a number of accidents and deaths at the airport. Others said that it was a harbinger of doom and that its presence signaled impending disaster. Of course, none of these theories have any basis in fact, but that hasn't stopped people from believing them or from coming up with their own wild ideas about what the statue represents. So it's clear that the legend of Lucifer has captured people's imagination and sparked a sense of unease. But what does it what is it about the statue that makes it so unsettling? Well, one theory is that the statue's blue color and glowing red eyes trigger a primal fear response in people. Blue and red are both highly visible colors, and the contrast between them creates a sense of danger or ur- urgency. This could explain why people find Lucifer so unsettling, even if they can't explain why. Another theory is that the statue became a symbol of anxieties and fears that people have about air travel. Airports are already stressful and, of course, anxiety-induced places, so the presence of a large, ominous statue only adds to those feelings. The fact that the statue is of a horse, an animal that is typically associated with freedom and speed, only adds to the sense of unease. But perhaps the most plausible explanation for the legend of Lucifer is that it's simply a case of human mind creating stories and myths to explain something that it can't fully understand. The statue is large, imposing, and mysterious, and it's only natural that people would try to make sense of it in their own way. But regardless of the reason for its notoriety, Lucifer has become an enduring part of Denver and International Airport in its history and lore. And while it may never be fully understood, the legend will continue to inspire awe, fear, and fascination in people for years to come. Hey there, are you a content creator looking to optimize your YouTube channel? Well, look no further than TubeBuddy. They offer a variety of free tools to help you improve your channel's performance. They have keyword research, thumbnail generation, and video optimization. So with TubeBuddy, you can save time and take your channel to the next level. Don't wait, check out their free tools today. Head over to www.tubebuddy.com forward slash shadows of the moon or just click the link in the description.
And now for our next segment, we invite you to join us on a journey as I bring you the paranormal listener stories, where we share some of the most fascinating and chilling tales submitted by our listeners and from around the web. These stories come from individuals who have experienced the unexplainable and the supernatural, and they have generously shared their encounters with us so that we all may learn and grow from their experiences. So sit back, relax, and open your mind to the possibility of things beyond our understanding as we delve into the shadows of the moon, paranormal listener stories. Our first story comes out of Carrick, PA, and a relative of the residents of a house there recalls the horrifying activity that manifested there. The red-eyed thing would chase them out of the basement as well as create doppelgangers. And it goes like this. In the 1980s, Carrick, Pennsylvania, when I was a kid back in the 80s, I used to go and stay some weekends at my cousin's house. He lived in an odd-shaped, creepy brick house that was built in the 1900s. The road he lived on was called Linview Ave, and the house still stands there to this day. There's something very evil and sinister in that house. I used to dread going into the basement, but that's where most of the toys were at, so we would run down there, grab a few toys, and run back upstairs as fast as we could. The far back room in the basement was the worst. I used to feel like something was watching me every time I went down there. On one occasion, my cousin was down there getting something, and he got to the back room and he saw two red eyes staring back at him. He bolted out of there and ran upstairs, and when he got to the top of the landing, turned around to shut off the, base, shut off the lights and shut the basement door. The lights were off downstairs already and the red eyes were halfway up the stairs coming towards him. Another incident he told me about was that he was lying in his bed one night and his dog came up to the second floor into his room and jumped up on the bed. He sat up to pet the dog and the the dog's eyes were glowing red. At that moment, the real dog came running upstairs and came into the room and started growling at this entity. And the thing on the bed? vanished into thin air. That house is no joke. It's seriously haunted, and not by anything human at all. I absolutely hated that basement, and I hated that house after hearing all the stories about the red eyes and the doppelganger dog. My aunt, uncle, and other cousin Jennifer all witnessed messed up things in that house too. My cousin Jennifer was coming down the stairs from the second floor to the first floor one day, And when she got to the living room, she seen a shadow figure run out of the room, through the dining room, and into the kitchen. And then all of a sudden, she heard that basement door slam. My aunt never saw anything, but she would always hear voices from other rooms. Most of the time, she was home alone, so it couldn't have been anything else but that evil entity. My uncle had mentioned seeing weird things that he never talked about the details, though. I think it's just, it frightened him too much to really talk about it. Finally, fast forward about eight years. 
When we were around 15 or 16 years old, my cousin and I decided to brave the basement and be badasses. We, we went down there in the dark looking for the thing. We heard loud growling and weird evil laughter coming from the back room as we approached. We ran the hell out of there as fast as we could. We could hear the thing breathing heavily behind us as we ran up the stairs. We jutted through the kitchen, dining room, and living room and out the front door into the street. We just stood there, looking back at the house. We were terrified beyond belief. That was the last time I ever went near the basement in my life. My cousin and his family ended up moving out of there in the late 90s, early 2000s maybe. I would love to see a ghost hunting cruise spend a night in the basement, or even a whole weekend in that house. I don't think they'd last too long. It's not a house for the faint of heart, that's for sure. It's legit haunted by evil. Beware of that old weird shaped brick building on Linwood Ave. Whatever you do, if you decide to go into the house, do not go near the basement. Keep it locked at all costs, and pray that the evil thing that dwells down there doesn't come upstairs to get you. S-Z. That's kind of creepy, guys. I would love to go explore that house. I wonder if anybody in the house right now is having experiences or anybody that's moved in or out of the house. Crazy. Our next story is about black-eyed kids. And the story, the person telling the story asked, why did they come back? It goes, I knew it. I effing knew it. I had an encounter when I was 13, thinking I was okay. But it happened again. My roommate saw it too. It's been four or five years since my last encounter. I think think I'm safe, right? Wrong. I moved last year and recently thought, hey, remember those kids a few years ago? Funny, they can't get you now. Boy, was I wrong. I live on a mountain about an hour away from the beach in a well-populated neighborhood and my roommates, two chill lesbians and a gay college dude, super cool people. I think nothing can hurt me now because there are people everywhere. But no, I was stupid and I jinxed myself. I was home two days ago. Class was canceled and the dude of the house was home taking a nap. I'm in the kitchen watching Netflix and doing homework when there's a knock on the window. Obviously, this is weird as hell, but I have weird friends. Maybe one of them is trying to scare me. So I brush it off and continue what I'm doing. Then it happens again. Then once again. I brush it off because maybe it it was snow falling if it wasn't my friends. Things like this happen all the time with them. Well, it goes on for like 10 minutes. Now I'm kind of starting to freak out. My friends don't have this much patience. So I go to Charlie's room, the guy, and I wake him up. I'm not one that usually gets riled up, so he's concerned too. We both go to the window. I have my phone out with the camera and 911 in touch. 
within touch, I should say, and Charlie has a bat. We look out the window and no one's there. After a minute, we calm down and go and sit in the living room. Chaz's mom is a cop, so he says he'll talk to her about it later. We think we're okay, so we chill and we just watch TV together. About 30 minutes later, the doorbell rings, and I go and open the door. At first, I don't see anything. Then, down on the bottom of the stairs of the apartment, I see three young boys dressed in black hoodies. They have jeans on and brown or black bangs, I can't tell. At first, I didn't move. I was frozen in place. Then Charlie asked, who is it? And I came to my senses and got a good look at the kids then slammed the door behind me. I started bawling. I mean, really sobbing. I don't know what to do. Charlie is freaking out because I don't cry. He ran to the door with a bat and looked outside. He saw them too. He started freaking out because he didn't know what to do, so he started yelling at them to leave. He said they started smiling. I was crying even more now. He was screaming, and I think the neighbors wanted to call the cops. Now think about this. He didn't know what they were. He thought they were normal kids that had scared me. He didn't see their eyes yet. I started yelling at him to get inside where I hear a bu- when I hear a bunch of footsteps running up the stairs. Charlie screams and runs inside. He's telling me he... Ne- He saw their eyes, and they were black. So now we're both freaking out and grabbing kitchen knives. Eventually, we calm down and look outside again. No one's there. But we can see a group of kids pass the complex with three that we think are the black-eyed kids. I told them about the other things that happened to me, and now we're scared to be in this house. We told the other roommates and they thought we were high or something. Once again, no one believes me. Sorry that this is all over the place. This happened like three days ago and I'm still on edge ever since. Does anyone know why they came back? SM. That's a good question because I've only heard of like having one experience with the black eyed kids and then that's it, right? Do you guys know of anybody that's had more encounters with the Black Eyed Kids like this story? That's pretty interesting of why they would come back. And I wonder if it was the same Black Eyed Kids that she saw before. Very interesting. Our last story comes from a pool, a resort pool. And it's called... Bizarre yellow-eyed shapeshifter. And he goes, A woman and her daughter are at a resort casino pool, and they notice a strange woman walking around the pool, then asking questions. What happens next is unexplained. I'm almost 100% positive that my mom, sister, and the pool guy some sort saw some sort of shapeshifter or witch or something while staying at a Native American casino in Sloan, Iowa. 
My sister and I were in the pool, and my mother was just chilling, reading a book. This black lady, light-skinned with freckles, almost yellow eyes, walks past the pool with jeans on. She walks right into the pool. Now she has her jeans on and a sweater. And she starts circling the pool and staring at my sister and I. We didn't notice it, but my mother did. Eventually, my mother starts staring at her. And the lady stops and asks my mother, What are you reading? Of course, my mom is sketched out and starts giving my sister and I get the F out of the pool look now. We get out of the pool not knowing anything and we get to the table and ask what's wrong. She says, the lady was asking if my sister's hair was real and asking if she cuts it, if it'll come back and other weird shit. The lady goes on or goes into the women's bathroom and we're sitting there calming down and gathering our stuff. Time goes by like 15 minutes and the lady never comes out. My mother eventually asked the pool guy if he saw her go in the bathroom. The pool guy says, yeah, I just cleaned that. I'll go check. And he comes back with books of matches, two handfuls. He tells us that there's no way he forgot to clean those matches. And he didn't see that woman in there. Just as we were doing the weird what the hell just happened look, this woman walks out of the bathroom and leaves. We're all just watching her walk out of the pool area towards the casino. The pool guy turns and says, I don't know where she was hiding or how she did that, but she's Houdini if I ever saw one. We were shook as hell. My mom didn't even want the valet. She wanted to leave ASAP. We went to our room and packed our stuff, went to our van, and as we were about to pull out of this brown pull out this brownish black dog with yellow eyes comes out of nowhere and sits down right in front of our van. The dog walked up and sat down and stared directly at us, like it was at attention or something. My mom flashed the lights, honked a horn, revved the engine, this thing wouldn't move. Then my sister goes, Oh my god. It has the same eyes. My sister was sitting in the passenger seat and this dog calmly walks up to the passenger door, gets up on the window and stares directly into the window at my sister. The last thing I remember was my mother screaming, leave her alone, while tucking my head. I don't know if this thing started barking or what. But we made it to the gas station, which is like right around the corner next door. And my mom had to gather herself, buy a coffee and gas up before we drove home. We ain't ever been back to that place. Not sure if I ever want to. CR. That's some crazy stuff happening right there. <laughs> well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for tuning into the Shadows of the Moon podcast, where we explore the mysterious and unexplained phenomena that surrounds us. Hope you enjoyed our discussion and that they've sparked your curiosity and encouraged you to share your own stories and experiences with the paranormal. Remember, there's no right or wrong way to interpret the unknown, and we all have our own unique perspectives and beliefs. 
So whether you're a skeptic or a true believer, we welcome you to join us on this journey of discovery. And of course, if you have a story or encounter that you'd like to share with us, please don't hesitate to reach out at shadowsinthemoonpodcast.com. I love hearing from our listeners, and I'm always on the lookout for new tales to explore. Thanks again for listening to the Shadows of the Moon podcast. Until next time, keep your eyes and ears open and stay curious about the world around you. And remember, find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. Take care, everybody. Looking to add some color and positive energy to your life? Well, look no farther than Spiral Spectrum. Spiral Spectrum offers a wide range of beautiful, hand-designed products that are perfect for anyone looking to add a little bit of joy to their daily routine. From gorgeous calendars and planners, to stunning wall art and crystal grids, Spiral Spectrum has something for everyone. Their products are not only visually stunning, but they're also crafted with intention and purpose. Each item is designed to help you connect with the natural rhythms of the universe and harness the power of positive energy. And the best part, as a valued member of our community, you can receive a 10% discount on your purchase with the coupon code SHADOWS at the checkout. So why wait? Visit Spiral Spectrum today. Click the link in the description below. And that concludes today's captivating episode of The Shadows of the Moon. We delved deep into the realm of dark and mysterious phenomenon, exploring the chilling nightmares brought forth by the night hag, her haunting presence, and the tales of those who have encountered her provided a glimpse into the depths of the subconscious fears. But our journey didn't stop there. We also ventured into the realm of the supernatural with the infamous legend of Lucifer, the demon horse of Denver International Airport. With its glowing red eyes and eerie presence, this enigmatic creature continues to fuel, fuel the imaginations of those who cross its path. And as always, we couldn't forget about the heart of our show, you, our valued listeners. Your stories and encounters have always been the backbone of Shadows of the Moon. It's through your first-hand experiences that we gain a greater understanding of the unexplained and the paranormal. We appreciate your bravery in sharing these spine-tingling tales as they remind us that the unknown lurks just beyond the veil of our everyday lives. Join us next time as we delve into the new realms of the supernatural exploring the depths of human curiosity and the mysteries that lie in wait. Until then, stay vigilant, keep your eyes open, and remember to embrace the shadows. And always find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. Good night, my friends.